everyone, I'm Bill Schaefer along with Mark Middleton, and this is Growing Boulder. Our next guest is a world-renowned expert on the health impact of obesity who has published extensively on the subject. Yeah, she's the Director of Research and Education for Florida Hospital Celebration Health's Metabolic Medicine and Surgery Institute. Say that one more time. Uh, I'm going to just leave it right there, Bill, <laughs> but let's let's get right to uh, Dr. Cynthia Buffington. Hey, Doc, how are you? Hi, Mark, Bill. Hey, uh, l- let's start with, with, with a, a pretty obvious question, I think, to most of us. Uh, there are those who say the obesity epidemic in this country is really more hype than reality. From your perspective, how bad is it, and how much of a correlation is there between obesity and disease? Definitely. There, this is a serious, probably the most serious health problem that exists today, uh, not only in, in this country, but throughout the world. Um, there's actually and has been an alarming increase in the uh, prevalence of obesity in this country. We now have 35.7% of us that are obese, 68% that are overweight or obese. Uh, 12.5 million of our children, I'm just throwing off the top of my head some stats, but worldwide there are 1.5 billion individuals who are who are obese. And, of course, this uh, not only impacts uh, diabetes and heart disease and many other conditions that are caused or worsened by obesity, but also cancer. You know, it's one of those things, Doc, that when we look at somebody else, we can go, oh, look at that person, they're obese. But in ourselves, we go, ah, maybe I need to lose a few pounds and here or there. So what is the definition? How do we know if we're in danger? Well, uh, obesity, of course, is uh, the definition is excessive body fat. But uh, most of the time, uh, uh, we uh, do not measure body fat. That requires certain instruments. So uh, uh, obesity is mainly uh, determined by an index called the body mass index. Uh, The body mass index just takes into consideration a person's height and their weight, and someone is considered overweight if their body mass index is 25, obese if it is 30 or higher. Uh, keep in mind that the body mass index uh, is strongly related to body fat, but isn't always a, a, a measure of such in certain people like pregnant people or, you know, an athlete or something like that. We're speaking with Dr. Cynthia Buffington, who is an expert on obesity and, and especially its impact on our health. And, Doc, obviously being morbidly obese leads to all sorts of bad things. But why does it seem to have such a dramatic correlation on the incidence of cancer? What's at work there? Well, obesity leads to a number, I mean a multitude, of metabolic and uh, hormonal changes that play a role in the initiation of cancer, Uh, the growth of cancer cells, the reproduction, in other words, the proliferation of cancer cells, the growth of the tumor, and metastasis. And uh, this is uh, when the cells break away from the primary tumor and go to other tissues, travel to other tissues, take up residence there, and uh, form tumors in those uh, regions as well. Also, there's behavioral changes, um, uh, Mark, Um, uh, the obese are less likely to go to the doctor, especially the morbidly obese. Um, and obesity is a surrogate uh, for other cancer risk factors like poor diet or low physical activity or psychological distress. And not only is there an increased risk for, obese, uh, for cancer among individuals who are obese, but also an increased risk of dying. Uh, large epidemiological studies estimate that uh, Greater than 90,000 cancer deaths occur every year in the United States as a result 
of obesity. Mm. And that has to do with the conditions I just mentioned before, the causes, but also uh, possibly uh, suboptimal uh, uh, treatment, chemo and uh, radiation for people with severe obesity. Man, if we could come up with a pill to cure it, I think everybody would take it, but no, it takes work. So let's talk a little bit about what foods do we need to eat more of? What are the anti-cancer foods? What are the foods that will get us on the right track, doctor? Well, the American Institute for Cancer Research has recommendations uh, based upon uh, uh, the expert panel's report. This is a report that's based upon extensive review of the literature of all the studies that have looked at the effects of body size, diet, and physical activity on um, cancer risk. And uh, they recommend, as do our uh, oncology uh, specialized uh, nutritionists, a plant-based diet. Uh, they even have on their website, that's AICR.com, uh, anti-obesity uh, uh, or anti-cancer foods, and they are also anti-obesity, um, and a list of those how they help to reduce the risk for cancer or slow the growth of certain tumors, uh, how uh, the scientific evidence, and even recipes. And uh, this is mainly fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, uh, beans, and other legumes, whole grains. They, they um, recommend that two-thirds of the plate at least be filled with these types of foods. And then they recommend modest intake of dairy and meat to eat, preferably fish, but if you do eat red meat, very small amounts. Uh, make sure it's not overcooked, it's not grilled over charcoal and not fried. Uh, reduce or avoid processed grains, uh, sugar, and, and that's hard to do because high fructose corn syrup and sugars and about all the prepackaged foods that we have. Uh, to reduce uh, also the amount of, uh, of uh, in fact, to avoid processed meats and uh, to uh, reduce the amount of alcohol we drink. Hmm. Uh, one drink per day they recommend for females, two uh, drinks per day for, for males. You know, Doc, we talk a lot about the fact uh, that it's never too late, and that applies to just about everything. And uh, if anybody needs any more motivation, I've read that if you are obese post-diagnosis, you've had cancer, and you lose only six pounds, you reduce the chances of reoccurrence of cancer by 24%. So uh, even if you already are obese, even if you already do have cancer, if you lose the weight, it's never too late to, to make a very positive difference, isn't it? Absolutely true. Um, large amounts of weight have been found to, to uh, for people with severe obesity uh, have been found to lead to even um, greater protection against uh, the risk for cancer or cancer recurrence. Um, may I say something quickly, though, which was my concern because I am a cancer survivor, and that is there are certain forms of cancer that you can actually gain weight after diagnosis, and that weight gain uh, leads to uh, a very high risk of uh, cancer recurrence and, and mortality. And I didn't realize this. I gained, I'm embarrassed to say this, but over the last three years since treatment and during treatment, I gained a total of 40 pounds, and it's been very difficult to uh, make the changes to lose the weight. Um, the average weight gain um, is anywhere from 5 to 14 pounds, for instance, for someone who has breast cancer. Now, I'm not saying that all types of cancer uh, treatments can result in weight gain. There are other certain cancers that uh, are associated with weight loss, like gastric and pancreatic and esophageal and, I guess, liver in the mouth and so forth. But um, 
but breast cancer, um, early-stage colorectal endometrial, ovarian, prostate, um, may all uh, be associated with, uh, with weight gain uh, post-diagnosis. It's great practical information that we can all make use of. You know, the bottom line is, folks, we need to be in better shape, period. Watch what you eat. Get out there and do as much as you can. Dr. Cynthia Buffington, fantastic. For more information on creating and maintaining that healthy lifestyle, go to healthy100.org.